Welcome back, everybody, to our Let's Talk Green County program here on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. Today's guest, as today's program is brought to you by Jefferson A&W Family Restaurant, is our Green County School Superintendent, Brett Abbott, joining us once again. So thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me, sir. You bet. Well, first and foremost, uh, let's tackle some legislature information because, hey, that's still going on. They recently got through the first funnel week, which means bills that did not get out of a full committee on either the House or the Senate would essentially be, quote unquote, dead for the rest of session, could come back to life in some other format, but that bill is essentially gone. One that's still alive on the Senate side that got through the full Senate Education Committee is the governor's proposal and amendments to her original bill about changes made to the area education agencies. Give me an update about what you think about the the current legislation that's out there and maybe some possible ideas that are still floating around about how to reconfigure AEAs going into next year. Yeah, so what I can understand from what I've seen from the the legislature in a visit down to the Capitol was that fundamentally, I don't believe the services that schools will be receiving from the AEA will, will change in any significant way. One of the Big ticket items that seems to be on the docket for that is is their administrative salaries that they have. Those seem to be kind of a big emphasis of that. I've seen the development of a, a legislative task force that will study the supports and services that are provided from AEAs to school districts, but there will be some oversight and accountability solely over the budgets of AEAs for the next school year. But I don't believe there's going to be anything significant in terms of the services that schools will receive. So when we first started out back in early January, having this big, huge, gargantuan thing that it's gone through the kind of the legislative uh, muddy process of chopping everything down. Are you kind of satisfied with where this could finally land at the end of session? You know, I think I'm a lot happier with where it is now than where it was. One of the big things that I that I really appreciate about the bill is that school districts will get control over the money that they should be receiving from a federal and state level for special education services. It'll allow us to, you know, if we want to still send our money to the AEAs, we can certainly do that, or we could contract with another AEA if needed. But I think just the way that things are now worded, I just feel a lot more satisfied with it. One other thing that was kind of tied in with the AEAs and now it seemingly has kind of split off is uh, the governor's proposal about teacher pay being raised for starting salaries as well as those that have 12 years of experience and those numbers that maybe have fluctuated over time here. But what's your current understanding of how that piece of legislation has been going? Yep. So as I can see right now, the teacher salary portion of the AEA bill has actually been pulled out and it's now its own separate bill. And I believe there is going to be a, a bit of a layering approach for starting salaries of next year getting to 47500 and then the year after to be 50,000. It appears that the language for those with 12 years of experience and more being at 62,500, it, it appears that that has, has gone away. You know, And then there's also the conversation that gets rolled into that, of course, with state supplemental aid or SSA increases from what I'm hearing and understanding that it's, it's going to be at least 3%, which is is very substantial for, you know, for any school district. So in terms of new money, so I think that's a, it's better. I would still like to see that SSA number be more like four or even just a, a touch higher than that. It gives us a lot more flexibility in terms of what we can do from a staff salary negotiation process. Well, as far as where the teacher's salary pay increases is hopefully going to land, 
how much more comfortable do you see this going forward as far as your budgeting process is concerned? Because last time we talked about this topic specifically, you had quoted something like $220,000 to get up to what was originally proposed, and that would be for about half of your staff force. So give us your, your update about how you feel where this is maybe going to land. Yeah, so if it lands at the 47,500 mark, which is about where I expected to, this will impact about a quarter of our staff and the total cost from what I can see or that we'd be looking at is somewhere in that like 93 to $100,000 range for our staff. So significantly less obviously and when you extrapolate that out across, you know, the other 324 school districts in the state of Iowa, I would assume that that money would be significantly less, but uh, it still doesn't make things as easy as it would seem in terms of uh, creating some separation in between the steps and lanes that we have on our traditional salary schedule. So it'll allow for some creativity and some uh, some solid collaboration with the Green County Education Association. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that process. And then you did mention state supplemental aid or SSA. Traditionally, historically, it's been anywhere from like one and a half percent to two percent, maybe even a two and 0.5% in there. With what you're hearing from 3%, that's certainly more than it has been in recent years. But again, the legislature has balked at its own self-imposed deadline of getting it done within 30 days. And now school districts all across Iowa, Green County included, you're doing your budgeting process and you have to have that done to get to the state. Like it or not, you're two months away from that deadline. You still don't have that number really concreted yet. How does that impact you and in, in getting that budget done? Yeah. So one of the things that, that has changed this year is that we have to have a proposed property tax statement completed and sent to our county auditor. That has to be done by March 15th so that we can have our first public hearing regarding our budget. And Right now, we, we've just entered in uh, tentatively that it's going to be two and a half percent. And, you know, if we feel a little bit more confident that it's it's going to be three, we'll, we'll change it to three. As things adjust and change, you know, hopefully we know a little bit more within a month from now that we can we can make a more accurate projection. But it, it, do, it does impact how we have to project on our revenues coming in and then what our expenditures are going to be. So it's all around adds a lot of confusion. Thankfully, actually, the deadline for submitting our complete and total budget is now April 30th, not April 15th, which is, but it's still that, that date will get here a, a lot closer than you think. <laughs> and it always seems to. So, but it still does, you know, kind of put a, put a damper on things when we're trying to, trying to move through some of those processes. And that was the Green County School Superintendent Brett Abbott's joining us for part one of our two-part series. You're listening to Let's Talk Green County, presented today by Jefferson A&W Family Restaurant on North Elm and Jefferson. Enjoy that delicious A&W All-American food seven days a week, and they're open daily at 10.30 a.m. We'll be right back with more here on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network.